Welcome back to Guidepost to the Crossroads. I'm your host, William Ramada. And today I'm going to open up with another poem from Bruce Lee. Uh, this comes from the book his daughter wrote, uh, Be Water, My Friend. And this quote says, Do not condemn, do not justify. To truly understand there must be a state of choices, choiceless awareness in which there is no sense of comparison or condemnation, no waiting for a further development of the thing we are talking about in order to disagree or agree. Awareness only works if it is allowed free play without interference. Above all, don't start from a conclusion. I think a lot of times today, um, the conclusion starts many narratives, and that's why we have such a problem with agreeing and disagreeing in life uh, and, and everything that's happening in the world today. Everybody just condemns right away instead of listening carefully and responding with some thought. And today, I have an old friend and that we have on today. Is called Eric, his name is Eric Taylor. He is a former school teacher from several states and schools. He was K twelve K through twelve principal at Gallup Christian School, New Mexico, college soccer coach in Ohio Valley University, and a youth and family minister from Bayside Church of Christ is where we met. Currently running Truth Spin LLC, collegiate sports guidance in New in New Mexico, Arizona, and Texas. He is a husband and a father. And he's a great friend and uh, quite a wise man, I would say. Welcome, uh, Eric, to the podcast. Hey, well, it is it's great to be with you. Yeah, it's it's been a few years now. Um, I, I I guess we met probably uh, well when you got to the Church of Christ. That was over five years ago, right? You know. Um... Has it been? I think it has been. Wow, that was really fast. Yeah. Uh, well, I know because uh, when the big C word came around, it's been over two years. So yeah. uh, I'm not quite sure when exactly you left, but yeah, it's been a while. Well, I, I left just after, well, it was just, I guess it was on the, right at the beginning of um, COVID-19. Okay. Right about then. Uh, I think it was, I remember one of our last meetings in person was about March 15th um, with some of the elders uh, and preaching staff, yes. and, and we were gone not long after that. Right. Um, you know, I, one of the chilling portions of, of our leaving was some of my last words that I, and I don't know if you were there that day, you, may, you were working at another congregation at that point. Uh, in North Carolina, one of my last sermons, and I remember the the slide that was there, the PowerPoint slide, and it was something to the effect of, you know, at some point, all of you, and this is to the congregation and to whoever was with you, well, listening. I mean, we have people that were online. Right. I said, you know, at some point, we're going to have a time. I didn't know when. It's not like I didn't know something was coming down the line or I hadn't planned anything. But I say, you know, there's going to be a time where all of you will not be able to come here to this congregational building. I said, I just feel like it is. 
And it's I don't think it's just going to be this there. I think it's going to be uh, around the country, possibly around the world, where people will have to um, search out the scriptures and read the scriptures on their own. Right. Uh, and not only that, to carry out some of the things that they've learned so far. I said, you know, there's a lot of people here in this crowd that know quite a bit um, and are depending on a certain few to do it, so on and so forth. But again, all, all to the point of, you know, we may not be able just to walk in the building. Right. You know? And I, you hear so much from one person or two people or three people, but what about you? You know, we hear very little uh, from what you have to say. And there's going to be a time where, you know, to summarize it, we're going to have to be a little bit more responsible, all of us, right. you know, for what we digest or what we ingest, digest, and then and then spit out. And that was one of the last things. I, and then COVID-19 came. In. <laughs> <laughs> they shut just about every building down in the entire, entire yeah. country. Er, uh, again, I, nothing. I, I didn't know anything. I didn't know. <laughs> No yeah. one let me know anything ahead of time. It just it just happened that way. I just felt like it would happen. Right. And I'm sure I'm not the only one. No, I think there were like uh, quite a few people that were saying that it was going to happen and people just ignored it because it's just, you know, like thoughts in the wind and we sure. never really know what's going to happen, you know. No. But... It's amazing, you know, just how things work out. Eric the Prophet. <laughs> no, oh, no, no. no. I mean, well, you can see things. Well, again, I, I mean, from now what I'm studying now, I understand that those things weren't just like you just got a feeling one day. Right. You know, there's, there's some other things at play that come into those what we call gut feelings. Yes. yes. Um, it's, it's more than just a phrase, you know, or something that we say a, a gut oh, I have a gut feeling about this person or that person or this situation or that situation uh, it's more than that there's something that there's there's a lot that goes into that and you can look at it from a scientific standpoint you can look at it from an esoteric uh-huh. standpoint you can look at it from a uh, alchemical standpoint I mean there's there's a lot and I was you know what it strange I was actually reading about that a couple of nights ago and uh yeah, it's it's more than just something to say. Yeah, that came from somewhere, and everything came from somewhere. But we don't stop long enough to figure out where most of it came from. Yeah, we we all have uh, some kind of intuitive feelings, and some sure. of some of us are more in tune to it than others. And and then when you are, you're you're searching, uh, and you're reading, and when your eyes begin to really open and your mind and heart is open and you you have a tendency to see things and just not realize it and then that feeling comes out and when you said something like that you're like oh wow it did happen (laughs) right yeah 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 and and when it's a big thing like that you know we said wow i was really big and we're so blasé about most things yeah not about some things about most things when those things come to fruition we say wow and just kind of move on and and there's a reason why we do that as well. There's a reason why we just kind of move on from things and get down into the weeds of uh, what we call the mundane life. Right. And and it's just gone. We don't we don't do any more with it. Yeah. That's life knocking on your door and saying, "Hey, I want you to see this." <laughs> or just, nah, I don't want to see it. I got what what does it have to do with the bottom line? We call it. Right. Right. I like a lot of times that you're just sitting down and you're thinking, meditating or whatever, and then 
these thoughts come to your head. It's like, why didn't I ever think of that before? You know, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, I know you have a big background your college in journalism and English so you're really up on words and how they came about you mentioned you know when we talked the other day about etymology yeah and words are important and you know as we say um as I was saying in the uh, I lost my thought there for a minute but yeah, well, words are, words are very important in how we use them and in the context and everything. And um, we see a lot today in the media and just people discussing things on how how easily people are offended and stuff by words when they're not really listening. And that's why that quote from Bruce Lee, when I read that the other day, um, it kind of hit me. Because we are so judgmental on things like that, you know, how how do you see the etymology playing in today's culture, like and well, how? Um, specifically to what you were speaking about, and I was reading about this the other night. Again, nothing nothing connected to you know this conversation. I wasn't preparing for this conversation. In fact, I really don't like to prepare too much. For these conversations, I did in the old days. You know that. Yeah. Well, me <laughs> I too. I just, to. I just like to go with the flow. That's whatever I, yeah. whenever I do this with anybody, I said just pretend we're on a conversation at home. You know. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so, some of what um, our media, which I was involved in for a long time, uh, radio, television, newspaper, all three, um, we because of the nature of how it's presented. And because of the bones of it, it's designed. Um, we are in a uh, fight or flight moment pretty much whenever we receive information. We think we're supposed to move immediately or we're supposed to um, fight. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Okay. And that's because of the nature of the information we have, you know, uh, and it's because of how we're trained to react to that information. So, yeah, there's, there's definitely something to that when we hear words. Um, but we also forget about the words themselves. We're very, very, uh, we handle loosely with the, not just the English language, but with language in general. Right. And uh, we kind of spit it out and think about it later. I mean, we text it out and we think about it later. We email it out and think about it later. Uh, and I'm not talking about quotations and how it's spelled. We forget that it's called spell. Right, yeah. So literally, what we're doing is spell. Yes. It's a spell. Yes. And, and people say, oh, no, 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 it's not, it's not. That just happens to be what it is. Now, here's what I say about that before we even get started, is when people say, oh, it's just a coincidence, it's just a coincidence. Now, I, I'm not <laughs> sure how many coincidences you need before <laughs> you come to the reality that, no, this is what it is. It is a spell. Yes. Okay. And those words were designed by people. And when you get into the real study, and, and again, some of the things we talk about, if we were to follow one track, we could talk about it for many hours. But if you were to follow the track back with spelling, it's the same people who design all of the spelling in all of the countries. And, uh, I mean, we could take a word like understand. Well, why do I have to stand under it? 
you know, just and that's just yeah. like what I call the cheap parlor trick right there. That's just a cheap parlor trick compared right. to what's really going on. But yeah, you literally are saying I, I stand under it. Well, what I want to do is I want to stand over it, so I overstand. Right. I don't understand, but I overstand. Now I use understand so that I can uh, talk to people, you know, out in the regular quote unquote regular world. Yeah, make it more visible to their mind. Right. Right. Yeah. But, you are understanding something. And if you stand under it, well, the foundation better be good. See, these are things that we don't think about. Uh, my favorite one, and we talked about the other day, was, was happiness. Yes. What the word happiness means. And, and what, it's, what it's meant before and what it now means uh, is not the same. And uh, I always suggest that people get the uh, 1828 version of Webster's Dictionary. Definitely one to get. Uh, I think last I saw it, you can get it for, oh, it's about 60-ish dollars, something $70, something like that, 65 yeah. something like that. And Or you could find a used copy of it. I think that's brand new. So I'm sure you could find a used copy of it. But the 1828 Dictionary of, of Webster's is, is excellent. Uh, and happiness at that point, 1828, and I'm not sure what happened with the word happy that would change so much over time. But happiness was literally just above pain. Mm -hmm. So if you're in pain, say someone is currently, God forbid, in a fight with you and they're, they're, you know, punches are coming down. When they stop, that's happiness. <laughs> and so when you think about that, it's like, yeah, you would be happy if they stopped, but you would be just, you would be relieved. Right, right. right. Not necessarily happy per se. I'm sure happiness would be maybe for some people, most people would be a day on the beach with someone you love walking down the beach, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, going to uh, a birthday party, somebody you love, uh, something that has to do with, with good feelings, you know, not the dentist office. Right. <laughs> uh, not the dentist office. So he's drilling your tooth, him or her is drilling in your mouth. And when they stop, drilling I'm then happy. You're happy I'm happy <laughs> yeah when you said <laughs> like, that yes, <laughs> yeah when you said that the other day you know, I've been thinking about it the last few days I was like well gosh man I want to be a lot more than happy <laughs> well, I would, oh, I would, and I think everyone else does but, uh, we've we've settled for happiness um, when we could have bliss right for example so we, we're a guaranteed Declaration of Independence, U.S. Declaration of Independence, the uh, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Not even, they don't even, <laughs> not even happiness itself, the pursuit of it. Right, yeah. Okay. No so guarantees. they're letting you know ahead of time that there's going to be some pain. Right. Now, people say, no, that's not what they're saying. That's what the word means. Now, oh, it doesn't mean that anymore. Words never lose their original meaning. Yeah, they just add on to it. <laughs> it's power. Yes. When you speak, you create what's called Taurus field. And we could talk about that some other time. But you create what's, you, your words actually create things. Yes. So when we say, all I want is happiness. Uh, you think of the Pharrell song, Because I'm Happy. I think it was in uh, one of the kids' movies, uh, Despicable Me, right? Right. Yeah perfect movie for it to be in despicable me because i'm happy <laughs> yeah you're right just, you're despicable. and so we don't, we don't
don't even think about what we're saying. It's a, it's literally a base emotion that no one should seek to be happy. And not only that, it's a, it's, if you look at the word in the dictionary, it is a temporary feeling. So in order to continue to be happy, you have to have a string of events that bring that temporary happiness. That's just, that's just above uh, pain. Right. See, and I mean, this is that's just one word. That's just happiness. That's it. And they knew back in the ancient days how important words were. I mean, sure. even when they named their children, those names had meaning. And like, like when uh, Moses, for example, when when the Pharaoh's daughter found him and pulled him out of the water, that's what Moses meant. Moses, right. right, that's what it means. And you could go through the scriptures and especially and a lot of, in the Old Testament when they say, and his name was, and it meant this. And uh-huh. like my name, William, it means helmet or protector. So, so everything has a meaning. And I think today, um, a lot of times we disregard these meanings. We just like blow them off so easily. Very loose. We handle it very loosely with with those words. Yes. Um, liberty, right? Right. And we said life, liberty, pursuit of liberty. Um, and anyone who's been on a ship knows what liberty is. That's right. Our temporary freedom, not even really yeah. freedom. <laughs> better get back to the boat. Yes. You know, it's, it's not. It's not even. It's not. People say, "Oh, liberty and freedom." It's, like, it's temporary freedom. Yes, temporary. You, you, you better, better come back. Better so be back life, at a. Yeah, certain time and everything. You better be here. Right. Oh, oh, want a lesson? <laughs> be back. And I have stories. You know, my dad, my dad was in the military. He's in the yep. Navy. He told me stories about having liberty in at this port or that port, yep. and trying his best to get back. Yes, you know. And that's, you know, people say, well, you know, he agreed to be a part of that. Well, I don't want life, liberty, and the pursuit. Where am I trying to get back to? See, there's the there's the other part of it, and there's a, even a deeper story in that. Where are you expecting me to come back to? Right. See how important that is. Yes. That and, and to say, oh, it's just it's just a phrase, it's just a word. It doesn't matter. No, everything matters. You know when they when they write, wrote up these documents, they didn't just put them in there because it was just a word. They they had purpose to everything. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. Amazing. So I, I mean, and then what kind of life do you have after that kind of liberty and that kind of happiness? Not much. No. Which is what most people have, and they can't figure out why. They can't figure out why is my life the way it is. Why am I in this what I call the catch twenty two, the eleven eleven, that that we're in, right? Right. Why is this happening? Why does it take this so I can do this? I mean, just spend a day trying to get things done at City Hall. You have to go to this office, so you go to this office. And if you don't go to this office, then you can't go to this office. And you can't go to this office because you can't. And no one can talk to each other. That's called Catch-22. Right. And that has been created. This reality that we're in has been created. We have, uh, I'm I'm sitting near a fence right now, uh, in a house near a fence. And uh, there's a there's one fence which blocks off another fence, which leads to a door which blocks another way, which leads somewhere else that's blocked in another way. And even in our architecture, which is a great study too, we are we have a very Saturnian outlook on things where there's limits to everything. 
there's limits to, again, happiness. There's limits to this. There's limits to that. So where there's so many limits now that you really can't have a full feeling, a full thought, a full moment. People say, I want to live in the moment. Because they know second after the moment, but the, and, and quite when they spend, they're in the moment, they're thinking about that they're in the moment. Like I'm on vacation, so I'm thinking about I'm on vacation. And by the time I get off vacation, I spend most of my vacation thinking about the fact that I'm on vacation. <laughs> yeah, we're, right. we're in like little boxes. Our, our computers are boxes. Our televisions are boxes. Our houses are boxes. Um, our architecture has changed so much over the centuries that our homes and our buildings uh, are all boxes. Yeah. Every last one of them are just boxes. Do they have to be built like a box? Of course not. Will they be built like a box? Yes. And that's on purpose. Hmm. That's interesting. I never thought of the, the, oh, ho- yeah. the house being there. Anyway. Oh, it, it, everything's a box. If you look, your phone is a box. Yeah. I mean, um, people live in a boxed-off area. They, they are pretty much carting off in an area. You have your stores that you shop at your school. And yep. if you look at it, if you were to, to make a schematic of, you know, kind of where you operate, let's say, um, it's a box. Hmm. It sure is. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, and again, I always say that's not a mistake. Someone right. spent a lot of time making sure you're in a box and that everything is a box. That's not, none of that is, none of that is just, oh, they just accidentally happened. It's on purpose. And that's why we say think outside the box. Right. Yeah. I was just thinking about that statement. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yeah. Very few round things. And, uh, and I want to, I always try to point people back to what, so what can we do about it? Think in circles instead of boxes. Right. You know, if we circles, the, um, if you were just to draw a circle, that is a symbol of creation, how things were, um, were first created. It's a circle, maybe right. a ripple effect, right? Yeah. And, uh, then one dot in the middle, you know, that's a very, um, Oh boy, that's an ancient symbol, and it's it's in a lot of things. Um, but it's of a bygone era. It can come back if we wanted to, and if we decide to think outside the box. But it's so hard, and I'll, I'll be honest. Sometimes it's hard on the pocketbook, which is also shaped like a box, by the way. Right. Um, it's but- hard on the emotions. It's hard on relationships. Sometimes to think outside the box because. Yeah. You have to realize as soon as you do that, people are going to see that. <laughs> right. They say, someone has stepped outside the box. Get back in it. Right. You know, that, and that's all about control of how, how, do you, how do you keep everybody that going your own way. Um, yeah. It's... Uh, it's aggravating sometimes because you do, you want to be outside the box. And then when you do get outside the box, they, they call you names or different or weird or whatever they can do to try to, like you put emotionally, push you back in. So, cause you don't want to be there. You don't want to be outside the social balance. Exactly. That's probably the worst, the worst part of it is the social aspect of it. Right. Um, now, on, and this is one thing that I've always said 
about the way, quote unquote, the way things are in, in specific areas, but just in general, most people don't like it. Most people don't like it in the box. Right. But it's that admittance, that admittance that there's a box and I am willingly inside of it. I could step out, but I'm willingly inside of it. Most people don't like that. You know, during the uh, COVID-19, when it was at its height, and even now, uh, many doctors felt in a box uh-huh. when they were sent a letter that said, you know, if you were to prescribe anything other than what we say to prescribe, uh, then, you know, we'll take your job, we'll take right. your license away from you. So they're, they're in a box. Yeah. And so they have to operate outside of the drop-down menu that they've been given. Um, in order just to feed their family. Yeah, we won't know? we won't let the insurance pay for it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Right, right, I, right. Exactly. Which is how they get paid. And a lot of people don't know that. Right. Uh, my, my wife being a doctor, we definitely know that's how it goes. And um, you know, and that's why I think doctors go in, and I I know young doctors and prospective doctors that. You know, they want to go in and they want to care. They right. want to help. Yeah. You know, they want to heal. They want to heal. But most of the antibiotics and things that we're given don't heal necessarily. Um, there's other things that heal. Right. There's things with the earth that heal mm-hmm. and were used long before there was ever a doctor. And uh, because it wasn't always a doctor, by the way. Right. It wasn't always a doctor. But there's plenty of things that that can help out there. But it's outside the boundaries. Uh, it's not going to bring any funds in for any company that's produced something that they would like used, um, and that are working hand in hand with the insurance companies. Yep. yep. So they just choose not not to not to let you know about those things. And you're so in the box that there's only so there's only a few people that you go to for that kind of care. And by the way, you've already outsourced the care of your own body to someone else. Right, exactly. Uh, and many times because of some of the things that have happened inside the box that you're so bad off, you, you don't have another choice but to go to that person. Uh, again, it's it's just one big box. Yes. You know, I, I've always been into, like, health in a way, you know. Um, I like psychology, philosophy, but I really got into the health aspect with food and so I did a lot of my own research on foods and herbs and spices and what are good for you. I think part of the big problem is people veered so far away from that that they're not eating properly. And they go, they take the doctors a quick fix when all they do is they give you medicine that works for the symptom. And then that medicine gives you another symptom. <laughs> and so, so you just... I've seen people come out because when I I used to go to uh, the Navy Medical because I'd get my medicine for free there if I needed it, and guys would be walking out with a big paper bag with medicine. I'm like, that's crazy. I don't want to be that way. And that was yeah. one of the things that clicked in my head, and I said, I'm not going to be that way. And my family is riddled with cancer. I mean, i got several aunts and uncles now that have died with cancer, um, and that have it now, I said, you know, that was a big change for my life. So the way I eat, 
uh, meditation and prayer, everything is veered around my mental and physical health. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The uh, we so we have a garden. Yes. Uh, and grow our own food, and are thankful that we have the opportunity to do that, and that our family retained our land. I realize some people's families did not retain land, uh, or moved away from the land, chose yeah. not to use it anymore, and there's plenty of reasons for that. Right. A lot of those are societal reasons why people are no longer able to grow their own food so they have to go to the box to get the two little bags of groceries for two weeks then come back and get it in two weeks yeah we we grow our own food and you know one of my and i there's a guy at walmart go in to get a couple of things because i don't need to get everything from walmart i go in to get a couple of things and i come out and uh, he always asks me about how I should plant, what I should plant, and when I should plant. So I try to give him a little information every time I go in. This last time I saw him, I said, uh, hey, how's things going? He said, hey, you know what? I got this organic thing that you asked me to get, that you, you know, advised me to get. And things are working out real well. And I'm going to get some more of this. I think it was a, a certain kind of uh, mulch or soil. Right. Uh, and anyway... I said, you know, next time you plant something, make sure that you uh, spit on your on your seed. Huh. Spit in the hole where the seed is. He said, what? <laughs> I said, because the seed, the plant, will see where you're lacking in certain, uh, uh, you know, minerals in your body or levels of this, that, and the other in your body. It will start to see that, and it will make allowances for it. So when it produces whatever it produces, it's going to meet whatever needs and wherever you're lacking. Hmm. That's interesting. I mean, the earth, the elements have always been here at our whim. Right. You know, people have found out how to send, uh, you know, signals through the air. Yeah. You know, back and forth so that we can have television and radio, all kinds of things. And people think, well, that's that's it. No. The air is still useful. You can still send messages in the air without those things. Now, see, that sounds crazy. But our our forefathers knew that and used it on a regular basis. But someone rolled in with a new new way to uh, make it more manual, seen. Right, yeah. You know, that kind of thing makes it more, a little bit more flashy, like you have more human control over it. And so now we have a phone. And now we have a radio, and now we have a television. But we've always been able to send messages through the air. That's not that's not different. That's not unknown. It's unknown to a lot of people, but it's not. It's still possible. You can still do it if you really want to. Right. Um, people say that's crazy. That's magic. Um, uh, no, it's just yeah. the elements. I don't. <laughs> we live in elements. We live in air, <laughs> water, water, yeah. earth, and fire. That's You're right. You're made of air, water, earth, and fire. Yeah, we are, and and there are there are nods and salutes to those things in the way we speak, in the way we live, just inside of our body. That we are still connected to those elements, but no one studies that. You're never going to learn that in school. You're going to get earth science, and it's going to teach you about volcanoes and this yeah. that, and the other. It's not going to teach you about that. You still can control those things, and that they're. I mean, just like you put a, a message inside of a bottle, you know, and put it in the ocean and it floats off somewhere and someone gets it. Well, yeah, you just use an element in order to do that. Right. See, you don't think about it that way. 
He can still he can do that in the air if he really wanted to. But people say, oh, no, you can't do that. Sure you can. Well, why do we have phones? Good question. Because we don't need them. But a lot of it is that human connection that we've lost. And so it might be nearly impossible for people to do it now because we've lost that human connection that allowed us to be able to use the elements to talk without a phone. Yeah, the human connection. And And I, you know, I have a... I. All these things that I'm talking about, you know, it's not just, you know, whims and opinions of mine. This is documented information that's super easy and free to find online. Yeah, it's been around thousands of years. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. They, they always say they, and, you know, if you ever want to talk about who they are, you could. Right. But the, uh, they have left all this information free. Right. Because they know they couldn't hide it if they wanted to. So it's all free. It's all there. It's just do you have the chutzpah yeah, to, to look for to it? To look for know? it, right. And to dig. But most people, again, in that box, they don't have time, it, which is also made up. Or they just the become so comfortable. You sure. Know, it's like being comfortable with that pain that finally when it stops, you say, oh, I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go back. I'll right. tell you that. Yeah, you don't. It's like that Stockholm syndrome. (laughs) Sure, sure. Yeah. And and have you, so, I mean, you've been at this, I will say, a little bit longer than I have. And I think you, you, you went the right way with this. I, I am, I am, uh, you're such a blessing uh, just to admire from a distance. Because at some, in some areas, I think you're much further along. Than, than most people, I'm, you may not say that. You being such a humble guy would probably not say that. Yeah, I appreciate but, it. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, just seeking to be more calm, more mindful, uh, more in tune. Uh, you're seeking those things, and that helps you to deal with the 22 that we're in. Yeah. Um. If. If I gave anybody's anybody advice um, about anything like this, I I, I think I'm, I mentioned on yesterday's podcast. Um, it would be to sit down with yourself, and really, you got to open up your heart and your mind to just yourself first, because you you can't help anybody else. You can't give anybody knowledge or make anybody see that they don't want if they don't want to so you work on yourself first and that's the hardest thing in the world is to really look at yourself and to see where you are where you came from and really where you want to go because you get lost sometimes you can get lost in yourself and there's so much out in the world that just it's like static it's like Back in the day, remember we we were growing up back in the day where the TV would stop working at night and you'd get nothing but static on the TV? Yeah. And that's that's what it's like to me. Like, there's so much static out there. So you, you got to look at yourself and figure out what's really in your heart. What, what really do you need? What's your passion and desires? And... Once you figure out yourself, then you could really start helping other people. Right. And 
And it's not easy. Some, sometimes you sit down and you look at yourself and you don't like what you see. That's why they're stuck in that box of the telephone, playing video games or sitting on their computer watching YouTube all day, <laughs> you know? Because you want to ignore yourself because you don't like what you see. But we, we have to come into terms with that. Yeah, I, I feel like that you really can't, you really can't come to a full calmness, a full overstanding, unless you overstand what's really going on. Yes. I, and so, you know, and that's where, you know, my wife and I talk about that a lot, that there is a, wow, people, maybe they can do it without knowing these things. I don't know if you can, because you're not sure what you're, you're not sure what you're doing, right? Right. You're not, you're not sure. Uh, you're trying, you're attempting, and trying is good, but there's, you don't know, what am I doing? What am I, you know, I'm going to walk around this building, but I don't know the building's there. Well, can you really walk around it? <laughs> right. You know? uh, can you tell someone else not to walk around it? Because you don't even know it's there, you know? And, I'm saying, yes, avoid the building. I'm not saying run into it, but I am saying know that there's a building there because you probably will. You'll probably, you know, even if you get around it, you may, you know, case it a little bit. You may hit, may hit it going around a little bit, you know, you cut your, your, your leg or your shoulder accidentally when you could have just walked around it all together. But you have to know the building's there. So, I, yes, I, I, am, I am always... The coping mechanisms are necessary. Yes. Knowing how to detach, knowing that you are actually detached, that you are not your situation, that you are not your surroundings, uh, that you are, um, you know, if you are going to be here after all this is gone, you know, um, those those kind of things. Uh, if, you know, the house that I'm currently in right now, there is, uh, it's a space that is occupying right now. The space was there before. Yep. And after this house is gone, because it won't always be here, then that space will still be there. That's like what you are. Right. You know, you're you're that space. Yeah, we're all energy. You're that, space. You're that yeah. open area uh, that will always be there. We, and we can talk about the soul and mm-hmm. what that is. Um, Kabbalah does a really good job of helping to understand what the soul is is I, I think I didn't really understand what it was, and I had a very poor uh, terminology and explanation for what it was. Therefore, I did not really have the overstanding, right, to explain what it, what is my soul. Right. Uh, Kabbalah does a really good job of explaining what the soul is, you know, and giving you terms. And, you know, oh, yeah, you know, I, I understand that, and I didn't know that, and that makes more sense. Um, so yeah, this soul, this spirit that we have, it is gonna go on forever. Yeah, it is. A, it is a space. It is that space that a house is currently in, or a store is currently in, or something else is currently in. But before that space was still there, and after the space will still be there. That's what we're like. You know, that's that. That's the eternal nature that that's inside of each one of. You know, it will it will always be. It was here before. And 
you know, we said, oh, no, the space wasn't, the space wasn't here before. <laughs> the space was here before, you know? And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, knowing, being able to say, listen, I can detach from this feeling because I am not anger. Right. I am not happiness. Right. I am not this. I'm experiencing this. And the moment I experience it, I've moved on from it. It's right. gone. The moment's gone. You could try to call it back, but it's a blurry memory at best. Once I speak these words, this conversation we have, once we stop speaking, guess what? Right. They're gone. Right. They're gone. And so it is it is for us to for us to be able to own those words and own that moment and own that experience, we have to realize that we are not a part of it. We are experiencing it right now. And then we'll move on from it later on as, as soon as it's over. Now, we can choose to try to go back like memories. Those are what memories are, right? Right, that's See, right. These are the things that I didn't know. So when I would find out this information that I'm talking about, it was so hard to deal with because I wasn't able to detach away from it. I didn't realize who I was, that I am the space. I'm not the house. You can't set me on fire because I am fire. I am that element. Fire is inside of me. Water is inside of me. Earth is inside of me. Air, every time I breathe, is inside of me. See how amazing we are? Oh, yeah. See see what's really going on that we're not paying attention to? People say, you're just this. And they dress you up on the outside and say, this is who you are. And how you dress is a representation of who you are. Mm -hmm. No, that's just an outer shell. I am more. We are more. Why, why do you think we have such a hard time detaching from things like that? Um, because everything we do inside the box is for us to attach. Mm. I'm telling you, this is on purpose. Well. It's, for us to, <laughs> it's for us to attach. Right, yeah. We attach to physical things. And, you know, again, the Kabbalah is really good. Yeah. So this, the skin that we're in is, uh, is like a, almost like a suit that we're wearing for our spirit to be able to experience this reality that we're in. Yes. And now, I'm not saying the physical is not important because outside of that, the spirit could not experience this full reality that we're in. There's just no way. Right. This is, this, a spirit has been implanted inside this case that we're in called our body yep. for us to understand things. To experience right? life here so, as it is. Um, we have a brain that's physical. You right. Can take someone's brain out of their head, right? Uh, but the spirit experiences the mind through the brain. Right. Because the mind is nothing. The mind is, you cannot put your hand on a mind. You cannot put your hand on your heart. Because the heart, the thing like if someone has quote unquote heart, it's not their boom, 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 boom heart. It's not the one in their chest, physically in their chest. Right, right. That's something you can't see. That's the same thing with mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we have a spirit that is able to physically touch, feel these things, have nerves through our body. And we use our mind to navigate that. It's like a little GPS system, right? And see, I had no terms for these things before. I had no I was lost, man. I didn't know what I was talking. I couldn't. I couldn't even, even have had a conversation like this because I had no. I had first. You have to stop. 
and that's impossible. <laughs> right, yeah, you can't. I mean, you saw the jobs I had. My job was telling little minds what to do, you know, right. as a school or a principal, or uh, especially as a soccer coach. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm telling this person to do that, and what are you doing, and why are you doing it? And again, attaching the physical, attaching to a score, attaching to a win, attaching to a job. Yep. People say, tell me about yourself. Well, I work at this job, and I do this, this, and this. Right. See how robotic Yeah, robotic, that's yes. Yeah, that's, that's not who we are. There's more. A little girl asked me in the library. I was talking to her mom, and, uh, you know, just talking back and forth, and she's really breaking away. She's in the, in the process of breaking away and, and really finding out what's going on around her. Not because I said so. I never met her before in my life. But you could tell that she was. And just in her, she said, so what do you do? You know, she was really interested. What do you do? I said, you know, I try to be more of myself every day. Yeah, I, I was going to bring that up because when you mentioned earlier, I was like, because that is such a profound statement. I mean, it to the average person, it might sound like nothing, but that is, it's a profound statement. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, the little girl said, her, so I think her daughter was 11 years old, so she was sitting next to mom in the library chair right next to her. She said, you know what, I wish my daddy could say that. Wow. And I just, it just blew me back. Hmm. But that was, that was a spirit moment where her energy felt my energy and the mom felt it, but she tried to hide it as much as she could. She tried to veil it as much as she could wow. because that hit too close to home. Hmm. That hit too close to home. No one had intended that moment to happen. But that <laughs> moment was for that little girl to be able to speak to ex- really yeah, express, for the first time. Yeah, express herself, her true self. Right. And no one, her, she, her mom did not look over. Because, again, her mom is breaking away. She took that moment. You know, I was so proud of her. She took it and continued to smile. Mm. And never said, oh, your she didn't try to pretend. She said, oh, your daddy, daddy. She didn't do any of that. She just took it. And we all enjoyed that moment together. <laughs> I bet and it from was. then on, every time we came into contact, because I think they went to the park next to the library later on, every time we would come in contact again, you could feel that moment again. And it was so rich. And you can't pay for that. Yeah, no, you, you can't. can't. No, when you, you get... generate that. No, when you that get... Is, that is... And that moment's that moment's gone now, but the the memory is there, and the impetus maybe to do something else is there. Maybe that's what's generated now to do something different. I think the, they were homeschoolers like we were, and that's why they were there in the middle of the day like that. We were just chit-chatting back and forth, and uh, you know, I'm sure her dad, you know, homeschool dads work hard. Yeah. But, you know, she said, yeah, I wish my daddy could say that. And but we all can be ourselves if we would break away from uh, the system. But, again, it's it's hard on it's hard on the pocketbook sometimes. Yeah, it really is. It is. Um, but if we realize that there's nothing really in the pocketbook except a square and more squares that don't represent anything. Um, if we knew if we knew that then we can start to break away. And, and that's what I'm about now. And that's what, you know, this, the world dynamics class that we're teaching, we're not just going to talk about what's wrong. We're going to talk about what we can do about it. Right. Yeah. That's, that's what I was going to ask about that. It's like, 
how how do you go from before we get into the class how how would you suggest somebody go from the in the box thinking to the circle well um be open be water mm-hmm. you know i've always liked that bruce lee yeah uh, you know statements you started with is, is be water yeah. you know and allow yourself to flow through any moment you say well this is this let that moment pass because it's just a moment right it's just a moment let that moment pass let that 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 feeling pass that it has to be this way or nothing else what how do you do you know that do you know that to be the the case do you know that to be the case can can you even prove it to yourself right you know and i think much of much of this is about to to pinpoint it and zero in on it i think a lot of it is because uh, or you can say i don't know it's okay to say you don't know you're not sure because being where i am now what you know more than anything else is that you don't know. Mm-hmm. And people really don't know. They don't know. Oh. They're going on assumption. They're going off of what someone else said. Yeah, they, they, regurg- really- they regurgitate what's out there, what's being sure. told. Sure. And you see that uh, a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, again, we're all in the box, and we all want to be able to function inside the box. Right. So we all have to know, you know. Um, but we don't know anything. How do we prove that? We yeah. can't fix our cars. We can't uh, 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 fix our feed ourselves anymore. Uh, and feed ourselves, I mean, we cannot grow our own food and go to the garden and get it out and go eat. We can't do that. It's not hard, but we can. We cannot do that. Uh, we can't take care of ourselves anymore. We go to the doctor far too much. Oh, yes. We go to the dentist far too much. There's ways to fix the dentist issue. If we ate different foods, you yep. wouldn't have to go to the dentist anymore. That's right. And that, that's strange to people. They're like, what are you talking about? Eat differently. You won't yeah. go to the dentist. There's no reason to go to the dentist that much. The food today is just ridiculous if you're not eating yeah. right. Oh, no. And if, if you look at, uh, you know, there's some countries in Africa, and okay, people say Africa, well, I'm not going to do that. Well, they don't go to the dentist because they don't need to. Their teeth are perfect. Yeah. Because they eat the purest food that there is. Yep. They're not going to the doctor. They're not going to the dentist because they have no need to go. They're healthy. We used to be that way too. Yeah. And then you say, then again, look, then you say, well, how did we get here? Good question. Because that is the answer to get out of it. Yes. We generationally are so far gone with our teeth alone. It's going to take a while to fix it, but we if we don't start, it's never going to happen. You know, a few generations from now, maybe two or three, that people may not have to go to the dentist anymore if we would only change how we eat. We could change it. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just a desire to do it. But exactly. they, they they get you with these all these different sugars and stuff that get your brain um, addicted to certain things. And, yes. of course, you keep going back to that when you could eat fresh fruit, fruits and vegetables that are natural that will do the same thing. <laughs> right. There's, there's two ways to know not to do those things. 
One is to already do it yourself. See, then it's not even an issue. Right. right? Then you don't have to worry about what's on the packaging if you've already got it at home. Like, why would you go get it? Right. And they knew that, and so that's why they put that in place. They offered you this, hey, you're so busy. Why are you so busy? Because we presented all these jobs for you. Right. But you're so busy, so we're going to cook this food for you. Just go to the store and bring it back so you can get back to work. That's right. right? Yep. So before that, we did our own food. Yeah. Right. So that that's one way to do it. The other way is this. No yeah. symbols. We don't know any symbols. Hmm. We don't know any symbols, partly because someone's told us that symbols are okay yeah. that are not okay. Yeah, don't worry about that. <laughs> don't worry about the symbols. They don't matter, okay? And But they do matter. And if we knew symbols, we would see things on packages, right? Right. And on bottles, right? And on this, that, and the other and say, wait a second, I'm not going to eat that. And so our forefathers saw those things and said, don't do it. Yeah. But, and we can talk about why they didn't. And because it's not a long conversation. But yeah, if we knew symbols, we could say, I don't need to go in this building. Yeah. Like with symbols that we know now toxic symbols right we see that and say whoa uh, yep. the skull and crossbones cul- we yeah. see that yep. say oh stay away from that but there's some simple symbols that we have every day and we don't see anything people don't look for Saturn if you look at anything about space children uh, usually children's books cartoons there's like a Saturn in everything if you look at uh, media if you look at most logos, Saturn is there. Why? Hmm. Who cares? Really? <laughs> well, really? That's like a big fat danger sign. All if through, the, all through Disney. Sign, <laughs> you know, uh, and and why? Am I, why what's with all these sun symbols everywhere? What's yeah. with that? Who cares? Who, no one would even. People like think you're uh, a nut when you when you do that. Why do our flags look the way they do? Why are there yellow fringes on the outside of our flags? What does that mean? What is, well, why is the, uh, my favorite, one of my favorite ones lately, and I love logos, always have. See, I think I was already heading here for the simple thing and didn't know it. Because des- I've designed logos for years and oh. had no idea that they meant something. It was just colors and stuff to play with. But my favorite one is the Bayer, um, the, uh, Company, uh, oh, a little pill, the bear pill. Bear aspirin or something? Yeah, I like your aspirin. Yeah. You, have a you ever notice the shape that they're in? It's it's a bear that's straight down, B-A-Y-E-R, and then B-A-Y-E-R across. Why Why is that Why is that cross? Not the Christian cross, but a cross. Right. And people know that there's different kind of crosses. That T is a cross, too. Um, the, why is that cross there? Huh. Well, if you would look at the word Bayer backwards, you would see Ray, R-E-Y, which is exactly like R-A-Y, by the way. Don't let them throw you off. Okay. R-E-Y, Ray, and then the letters A-B, which would be Ab, which Father. So oh. I have the Son of Father. Father. Yeah. In the shape of the cross. I wonder why. Huh. Who cares, right? <laughs> Who cares? It Just, doesn't matter. It's a coincidence. We don't care about anything. <laughs> and that's that's our downfall. That is why we're in the box, because we don't care about anything. We don't care about symbols. We see a danger sign. There's danger signs everywhere. And we're like, who cares? Well, it's just like going with the meaning of words. The symbols have meanings, but 
nobody pays attention to them anymore because it's, I don't know, old school. That's just the way it was or something. Or uh, what is what is it? We were talking about uh, there's no number past nine. Right, yeah. Why, why not? Why not? Oh, there's a real reason why. And, you know, there's there's the, the, the people that follow after these numbers as importance. And I'm trying to save this stuff for our second conversation, who these people are. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm already going to say a second conversation. But, yeah, they made it one through nine for a reason. And why is it one through nine? Well, zero is not a number, so there is no such thing as ten. Right. So that means when someone says I'm 100% sure about something, they're only 1% sure because there is no zero. There's no zero, right. There's no such thing. Zero is a place, placeholder. Yeah. And so it's still 1%. So that's why they say on your bottles, 99, 99.9% in your uh, your hand sanitizers. Yeah. And uh, that's why it's 99.9. Well, there's because there is no. Because there's, there's no 100. 100%. No such thing. Give give one hundred percent means give one percent. Well, yeah. And so, but the uh, there is a reason why there's one through nine. When you get to you know ten, that's one plus zero, which is one, and you just start right back over again. Yeah. Then you have eleven. One plus one is two. And then you have two. Two plus one is three. It just starts over. You can literally go through any number, all the way as far as you have time to write down. Yeah. And it will always be. One through nine. That's your circle, your creation circle. <laughs> it is. Very good. Right. Yeah. And, 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 you know, again, who cares? Just add them up. Uh, a kid was over at our house the other night, and they were playing school, which is strange. I don't know why they would play school when you're hanging out at somebody's house. <laughs> at the grade school level. But they were doing math. And someone said, what's, what's four, five plus four? And I said, not what? What, what? is five plus four? Why is five plus four? Yeah. And the kid goes, I mean, he's 11. He looks at me and he goes, smart. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. Yes. Let's think about that. You know, let's think about why is five plus four, not what is five plus four. But see, we, we're, we're thinking not even at our full capacity. We're thinking at a lower capacity, but we don't realize it. We think that's high capacity. You know, we have people with doctor's degrees, and they don't even realize why they're degrees. Like, why is it called a degree? Hmm. I have all these advanced degrees and never stopped for a moment to think about why, why is it called degree? Yeah. Why is it called degree? There's a reason why. It's not a great reason. You know, it has to do with the same kind of people who founded our country. Hmm. You know, and... I mean, you might not want to do it. And by the way, it started our country, you know? And why are all these sun symbols everywhere? And why do we have a Capitol Hill, like Capitol Line Hill in uh, Rome? Why do we have a Capitol Hill? And why is our Capitol Hill in a place that's not a state? Hey, you know what? Who cares? <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing. We, we, we grow up and we stop asking the whys. You know, Jesus always said the to be like a child. And what's right. a child do is always asking why. They're loving and they're asking why. Right. You know, open your mind up. You know, Jesus was always for, he would ask questions to make you think. You know, now people don't want to think anymore. They just repeat, rinse and repeat. <laughs> right. And, you know, Jesus is, I, the Bible is 
literally one of my favorite books, probably one of my favorites in the entire world. I mean, and it's everybody's favorite. Who's, whose favorite is it not? You know, right. If you stop and read it. But um, there's, you know, there's there's more going on than meets the eye. You know, Jesus always told parables. Right. What did we say? Earthly story with a heavenly meaning. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so he would tell a story, and there would actually be a story behind that story. Yeah. Right. That he was really trying to tell you. He wasn't just talking about the words that he said. He had another meaning behind that. Yes. You know, the whole Bible's that way. Yep. There's another meaning behind those words. It is an epic, but it's more epic than people even know. There's more going on there. When you see Genesis open up. And you open up with water. Yep. Water is never created in the entire Bible. Right. It's just already there. It was already there, yeah. Well, don't think about that, though, because it doesn't matter. It's not <laughs> how, how, is, how is something that big not important to the rest of what you're about to read? Well, it's mm. very important. It's key. It's key. It's, a, it's, the first, it's one of the first keys that you get to begin with is the fact that the scene opens with water. That's not a mistake. That's not a mistake at all. I mean, none of the mistakes, the, the fact that we're talking about houses, that he's called the sun, and the sun rises, yep. and the sun comes down to the earth, and the sun goes down in the grave, yep. December 22, and comes out of the grave, December 25th, right? Yep. yep. Right? They try to, and they turn, now these guys are crazy. They turned around and said, oh, that's his birth, Right? Well, that you know, sometimes the Bible will even say "sun" just to try to get you to see that it's talking about what it's talking about. <laughs> it will actually try to get you to see that. And people don't think any houses. What is the first thing that he tells is that Abraham to do? And he says, "I want you to look at the stars." God tells him to look at the stars, look up in the sky. Right? Why do you think he was telling them to look up in the sky? No yeah. reason. Not important. <laughs> You'll be as Numbered as the stars, you know. As the stars. Yes. On earth as it is in heaven. That's that right. doesn't mean anything. It no. literally means earth, and it literally means heaven. There's no meaning behind that whatsoever. But people aren't taught that. Preachers aren't taught those things. And the ones that do know, because I do know that some know. Right, they're, yes. They're not, not going to share that. No. And that's what I, I never really understood because having that background, you know, you have to read the history of the Bible and you read where it came from, from the Judeo side and all the Mesopotamian religions and everything. But then when you go to sit in church, it's just disregarded and it's never brought up that our religion is a, it's a hodgepodge of all the religions, and they believed in astrology and everything like that, yes. herbal medicine and Very stuff. So. But if you bring it up, uh, you're the devil. You're a, you're a sinner. <laughs> right. right. Well, that's the box again. That's the box again. Stay in the box. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. And, you know, the, um, yeah, you go to different houses, right? So-and-so enters this house. Yep. And someone with a jar on their head. <laughs> happens to be walking by and then you got the house of bread and then oh my favorite is all the gates around jerusalem right There's yeah. this gate and that gate and then i think my favorite favorite and we talked about this and i had to bring it up was paradise yes we say that the tree of life revelation talks about the tree of life i think it's chapter two that the tree of life 
is in paradise. Right. You can eat from that fruit and live forever. Right. right? Everybody so eats of it. it is there in paradise. And people say paradise is not on earth. Everyone says that. And when you pass on from this consciousness, you go on to what's called paradise, right? Well, last I checked, right at the beginning, and I don't think it's a mistake that it's at the very beginning and at the end, the tree of life was in the garden. Yeah, it was in the garden, yep. And if the tree is in the garden, most people would say Garden of Eden was on earth. Right. Because the earthlings, Adam and Eve, were in the garden. Right? Right. So then... Adam and Eve were in paradise. <laughs> so paradise is on earth, or were they somewhere so else? Adam paradise on earth. Right. See, see how that goes? Yes. And then, and then, if paradise is on earth, well, oh, we didn't even look at the word, what paradise, the word means. See, that's not important. Yeah. It's not important what the word means. It literally means para, P-A-R-A, dice, or dice, D-I-I-S, it's among the sky. Among the stars. Right, yeah. So now you see that the Bible was trying to tell you that, and see, this is all the writings that were that came about at this time, and most people don't know there were any other writings at that time, all did this. They all had a, a story that's told yep. and a meaning behind it. Yes. But people say, no, it's literal. So mm. what we have, we have a degraded version, not in front of us, but just in our overstanding. It's literally right there on us trying to, it's like, yay, look, like wisdom is in the street, Proverbs, in the street, hey, <laughs> right? And, but the, you you will not listen. Yeah. Uh, or um, it says in Proverbs about wisdom, you will not listen. And how, how long will you seek these simple ways? How long will you simple people think you're simple ways? I didn't say that. Wisdom said that in Proverbs. Yeah. Right? So Saul, Saul, Saul Oman said that, the son. Solomon yep. said that too, right? The and son, so yep. it's, it's, it's right there, but we refuse to see that it's there. It's not, it's not anyone's fault because there has been an intentional desire to keep that stuff from our knowledge because knowledge is power, right? But you can have it because it's all right there. No, these guys aren't hiding any of this stuff. No, it's in it's the plain. Right there. Yeah, it's in plain sight. But they also try to hide with like it's just stories, it's fairy tales, or right. And if you believe it or not, you just read it and do a little bit of study on it. It's like there's too much there to be just stories and par- uh you know, fairy tales. <laughs> well, then it doesn't make sense. A lot of it doesn't. Well, not you'll you'll spend time jumping through a lot of hoops trying to make it make sense. You know. Yeah. But a lot of people destroy, kill. Yep. For no reason, and then a lot of people pat it on the back for doing some really terrible things. Yeah. But we just kind of go over that and say, "I didn't see that, or I didn't read that, or that's not what it said." But it's because it's because it's got another meaning behind it. Right. Because even natural law would punish someone who did those things that are there, right? Yeah. But it's trying to tell you another story behind it. All the writings at that came out at that time were trying to do that. They're trying to tell you another thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, or they were trying to help you know when to plant food, right? Right. Or, like, why is the summer solstice important? And why is uh, planting at this time important? It's very important to plant at the right time, but most people don't look into 
well, again, most people don't have a garden to plant in. Right, yeah. They, see, how, see how deep this stuff is? Yeah, yeah, we lost a lot it's, of that. It's layers, it's layers. Yeah. You're not worried about when, what the stars anymore. No one even looks up at the stars, unless you're on a date. Right. You can just look for a second, because you're trying to go in for the kiss. But, you know, you look at the stars, and they're just there. They don't mean anything. Mm-hmm. They don't mean anything. They don't mean anything. And so, because you don't have a garden, and it doesn't matter. Right. The moon comes up, the moon goes down. Who cares? Yeah, it's just Who another day. <laughs> cares? Just another day, get up and go to work. That's right. No one cares. Yeah. But I'm telling you, it's changing, and I'm seeing it, and I know you are too. Yeah. See a lot of more. A lot more people are looking into that that side anyway. The astrology part yes. of things. And who you were saying the crystals, kinds <laughs> of stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, people are look even looking into crystals, and they don't even really understand what they're looking at. They just think you know there's mystical into it, but biblically, you know, in the Old Testament. Um, they had to wear the crystals and gems in a certain way, in a certain pattern on their chest plates. You know, right. th- there's got to be a reason for that. You know, exactly. I mean, the stuff is not on earth for us just to look at and say, that's pretty. I mean, it's there for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, they're tools. They're yeah, tools. they're tools. For you to use. Just like every food that's on the ground. I mean, there's a purpose. I mean, yeah. We get these. Why little, is it not in a tree? Why, do, why are the plants that grow on the ground not in a tree? And why are the ones that are in the tree not on the ground? Right. Yeah, they're all there for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but we, you know, I told somebody, you know, we we have the the weather seeding and the spraying going above yep. our heads all the time. Yep. I talked to a guy in the Air Force. Uh, we were at a, a, a class reunion for my mom uh, in Texas, East Texas. And uh, I was standing outside, and boy, let me tell you, the skies looked like someone was, you know, stringing tinsel for a Christmas. Oh. <laughs> and uh, just, just white, tint, white spray everywhere. And the sky comes out. Now, I didn't know he had been in the airports, but I said, sir, do you know what that is up there? And he's like, what? I said, do you see all the lines? He's like, no, I don't know what that is. And I, and I explained to him what it was that they were spraying and what some of the chemicals were that they were spraying yep. and why they're spraying. He's like, son, you know I'm in the Air Force, and I've been in the Air Force this long. And I, <laughs> I have no idea about anything you just said. Wow. I mean, this guy was my senior by 20 years or 30 years, you know. But it has nothing to do with years. It has nothing to do with years. It's, it's, it's something deeper. Yeah. And... And I said, yeah, it's it's up there. He said, hey, man, <laughs> thank you. Well, you know what I share with people, especially on heavy spray days, I try to point it out and say, do you see that? And the plane's like screaming through the sky and there's this big white plume coming out behind it. I said, do you know what that is, ma'am, sir, child? Yeah. And they look up and they go, what is that? And that's the moment. That's the moment where... Um, I think it's uh, the uh, Kabbalah, and I may be pronouncing this wrong. Calls it the the Vina or the Vina. You, it's it's trying to search for how to respond to that. And usually, uh, and it's a word that starts with an H. It's kind of like in a bag, and we we in our spiritual bag, we go inside and we're looking for some positive way to react to that. 
Right. Our way to react to that moment that we're in, right? That you see it and you recognize it and you're trying to, you're trying to come up and you can't come up with anything. That mm. moment is important for people. And that's why I love to be there when they can see it. Right. For them. Now you either have to say, I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's not important. Or what is that? Now you can also, after you find out what it is, say, it's not important. I don't care. I got other things to do. Right. Or you can do something else. You can say, well, is it good? Yeah. <laughs> what should I do? Is it good to breathe in? Yeah. Because it is above you. Right. And it comes and, down. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. It's, it'll be here in 45 minutes to an hour, you know, if not 30 minutes, depending on how low they are and what they're spraying. You know, when, when people look up and see that, they say, man, I just, I don't know what. What is that? What what can I well what can I do about it? Yeah. You know? I genuinely think that people are good and I know we are because we've gone along with this little game that these guys are playing for a long time. So I know we're good, uh, and because they use our hearts, they use emotion, they use all those things to kind yeah. of get us to carry us along. So I know we're good people. When people see that, they want to find out what's going on. They're not like I very few have I seen say, I don't care. I have seen some and I'm like, Whoa, where's your soul? You know, yeah. Uh, it's like, well, it's at work. You know, so <laughs> too bad. Uh, you know, I, I when people see that, I think they're good and they want to do something about it. You know, and it's their sky. Yep. Oh, or it's not either. Either it's your sky or it's not. And you're gonna be breathing something in. So right, that's how far we are divorced from our the elements. Yeah, we think that sky doesn't belong to us. We think it's someone else's sky, and that. I don't know. I don't know what we think. It's, I mean, it's above your head. Your your roof's above your head. You'll take care of your roof, but you won't take care of your sky. Right. It's your sky. And the earth below your feet. And... The earth is below you. Your It's your earth below your feet. I mean, despite what the the papal bulls that were put out in the 1300s say it... about the, the ground beneath your feet. Some of, some of them would say it's somebody else's. Right. But it is yours because just... you're a sovereign soul on this in this Place. We'll just pay the taxes on it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I love those moments. Those are my favorite. Do you have moments that you love like that? I mean. Oh, yeah. I I think about those kinds of things a lot. You know, it's like, how do they get away from us? And I I wish sometimes that I could be more like you where you do have this big plot of land where you can go out and farm it all the time. I have a couple little gardens in my yard, but nothing, you know, big and spectacular, you know, but, well, you know, you know what I do? Well, this is what we do. And this is part of changing things. So I, I have that land. Yeah. So there's things that you can do that I can't do. And there's things that I can do that you can't do. Right. So what yeah. we do is when we and I have people end up at this moment that you and I are talking about now. Well, they they say, okay, how can we create? Some people say coalition. I don't like that word because we know there's baggage that goes with coalition. Right. Well, how do we conform this community is slightly better than coalition? So I go there. I say, oh, you mean community? So how do we do that? Well, you can do things that I can do, and I can do things that you can't do. So how can we trade? Right. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah. No one can stop you. You can always, no one can stop you. Yeah, always do a barter system or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if, if I need something done that you can do, I'll ask you, hey, what do you, what do you know about this or what can you do? Right. Uh, and I can do something. I can teach your child how to read. or Right, uh, yeah. And not for money. 
but just for what you can do that I can. Or exactly. I have I grow this vegetable, that vegetable, this apple, this, you know. And what I'll do is I'll send you that whenever I get it. Right. If you'll do something that I can't. Right, definitely. We all have the skills that, that this square is using, that this paradigm, that this reality is using. We have the skills and understanding. We just give it off. We sell it to other people, to businesses, to organizations. Yeah, we, def- we give those skills to someone else. Yeah, different form of energy. We can do those skills. Yep. And so that's what I have a, a growing group of people who are in that, and there's more than us, that are saying these same things. And we're already trying to figure out what can you do that I can't do. Right. And I realize that we could do a straight barter. I also realize that some people are still comfortable with money. Yeah. And so we still use that. But what we do with that money is we still put it into breaking the 2020, the, the 2022, right. the S22 that we're in, right? Don't forget we're in 2022, by the way. Yes. <laughs> That's why it feels more, more boxy than ever. Right. Because <laughs> we're in 2022. So, and numbers make a difference too. And, and, and that we've accepted those numbers. So all that stuff makes a difference. And yes, we can barter. Some people like that word. But we can we can work together. Yes, definitely. If we work for them, we can work for each other the same way. Yeah, we use whatever type of energy we have to trade or whatever. Right. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Now, you said that the other day. You said, uh, we were talking about money. You said it's not money, it's energy. Yeah, it's energy. It's, yeah. I mean, it's it's another form of energy which you use to build or accommodate to whatever. and it could always change. Like it's cash now, but look, you got like Bitcoin and stuff that trying to emerge. That's another form of energy. Or you could use the system like you're talking about, you know, I exchange what I have for what you have. You know, it's all an energy force. Right. Um, you know, my wife did the same thing during COVID, you know, she had a medical background right. or overstanding. What can we what can we trade? Definitely. You you know stuff I don't. I need this. I need to build this. I need right. to build this house. I don't have any wood or anything. And I'm gonna have to go pay out of the nose, go see how much wood costs. You yeah. Know? I'm gonna have to go do this. That went through well, the roof. <laughs> yeah. So so what what can we do? How can we work together? Because mm-hmm. we need to do it. Right. But you won't know unless the bill you know the building's there. Right. You will, you will not, oh, I'm going to walk around it. You'll walk around it by yourself. I can't do this by myself. You're going to have 50 other people run into the wall just as hard as ever and mm-hmm. keep running into it. Yeah, right? we, we are, we yeah, we're a community. We need to work as a community. I mean, that's the right. way, the way we were always been from the beginning of time, but we, we kind of forget that too, you know. Right. So, and, <clears throat> tell yeah. me, tell me a bit about the world's dynamic course that you you want to come out with. Well, it's a it's a course, it's a class for lack of a another way. You know, Will, I'm just I'm trying to find a way to begin these conversations and this this change uh, from in my area. It's going to change anyway. Right. Right. But I feel like this is me being a part of it. You know, that's, that's what, it's called a class or course for that reason. We talk about 
these things that we've discussed and more because they all overlap as our conversation has shown so far uh-huh. that they all overlap and then how do we cope with it once we find out this information and I, I really try to spark you know a, a small fire or rekindle the fire that's already in people yeah they're already made a fire sorry yeah they already made a fire so I just kind of kick a little bit of wood on it you know yeah put a little bit more on there to get it going and uh or what we call a tinder bundle right in the mm-hmm. woods um so to get it going again and hey wh- one what did you bring to the table what other areas have we not looked because you got to think about what you're not thinking about you can't think about what you're thinking about you got to think about something else yeah and so where, where can we go with with this information how much more can we learn then how do we cope with it and now we're now that we're calm, right? We've detached from the situation. Now we're we're able to to work and to do some things. And I think that's why this has all come about when it had. Do you know that I knew that you were doing this podcast a long time ago? But I wasn't ready yet. Right. Yeah. I wasn't ready. I wasn't I wasn't where I am now by far, of course, but just the the fire wasn't as high as it is now. Mm. Right. And so the fire starts to draw people to you. Right. You know, in a dark area, the fire will draw people towards you. And for whatever, and they may not know it and I may not know it, but the fire is going to do that. And so you came close and I came close to you at this moment. Right. Yes. And so now what do we, what can we do together? Exactly. I had none of this before. All I had was I just piled in more information. 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 <laughs> information. information. But I couldn't cope with it, and that's when it got hard. But I kept wanting to, my spirit was like, the fire's getting bigger. we got to get more. But now what can I do with that? Yeah. And so that's where I am now. And I'm talking about real life. Like, I don't have a license on my car, license plate, insurance, uh, none of that stuff, because huh. I don't need it. There's little things like that that you can do on an individual basis. Right, right. Yeah. When you figure out the DMV is its own company and you are deciding to use their services, um, you don't have to. Uh, under the color of law, if you look in Black's Law Dictionary, um, you know, once you realize that you're living under admiralty law instead of common law, which is outside of Roman law, yeah. You know, when you realize these things, you can start doing things on an individual basis. And those are kind of things we talk about in the class. But then afterwards, now what can we do on a more communal basis? Right, yeah. yeah. And that's the big thing, the communal basis for me, trying to get it out there. Yeah, and I mean, you're doing it. I, I don't yeah. have a podcast. I mean, you're, 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 you're doing it, man. <laughs> you know, you're doing it. Yeah, I, I love this. So how how would like if somebody's listening to this today, how would they go about taking this class or learning more about it? So we're pl- I'm planning to start. I mean, desire is high. Some people are taking the class that are actual students in in high school slash college, right? And they're taking it as a course. Like a, there's homeschoolers that homeschool groups that we're talking to. I actually had a homeschooler call me the other day. And say, you know, that might be something we're interested in doing as a course. My kids all done with all their classes. Or homeschoolers can plug it in whenever they want. So for them, it's like an actual course. Oh, okay. 
and we'll do we'll have actual reports and book reviews that they send to me in video form and that kind of thing we'll do that maybe twice three times a week that's that's for that but for adults because there's also adults there's actually more adults that are interested um it's going to be you know like an hour a week or something like that uh and it'll be something they can pick up later on if they want to to Uh kind of catch up because i understand people are still in the box and they're still doing box things and they have all these things to do and so it'll be a way that they can go back and, and, and grab it so we're, we're putting all that together right now because so you can see it's kind of going two different ways one is more like an actual course right and the other one is more like discussion yeah we just call it course because people that's a box word course class right to it, yeah right? <laughs> learn something right yeah. that's what they say we go to school learn something in a class room and so that's why we called it that yeah. and Brainwash. Uh, that's the best way to present it to them, to, <laughs> to bring them in. So more than, I'm not trying to hide it, but that's what it's about. And um, so if they want to get in touch with me, so class hasn't started. Obviously, it's not October yet. Okay. Uh, and we're working out how the two classes are, the two groups are going to kind of split a little. They'll be together sometimes, but there'll be some other things that they don't. I'm not going to read to an adult sometimes, you know. Uh, you can do what you want. I'll give them more things to read, but they're not going to have to quote unquote rub my back, right, or anything like that. So, um, if they want to get in touch with me, you know, uh, Truth Spin LLC is uh, how you get in touch with me. It's a Gmail, okay. Truth Spin LLC at Gmail dot com. You can uh, reach out to me there. Uh, I'm on Facebook currently. Uh, we've tried many times to get off um, because, but the people are there, and so. We have quite a few people we talked to there. And uh, I'm Eric-Felicia, F-E-L-I-C-I-A, Felicia, uh, on Gmail, or not Gmail, on uh, Facebook. Not Facebook, yeah. And they can find me on Facebook there, Eric-Felicia Taylor, Eric-Felicia Taylor. Cool. And uh, get in touch with me. Um, True Spin is the company that we talked about, but that's where I receive everything, and I think it all it all works well. On on that level, because it's a truthful spin on that too, right? Right. So, yeah. Kind of, you know, you see all these things. I mean, we started truth spin in two thousand seven, but we never thought we'd put, be put a truthful spin on this world. Yeah, how it comes say, around like that. Right. <laughs> that they say is spinning, but it's really not. Right. You know, kind of Millions of miles an hour, but you can't feel it. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. So, so yeah, in, in a Right, so yeah, I'm glad that we chose Truth Spin. And I remember the day I came up with the name, and it was a very um, spirit-filled moment mm. when that when it happened. So it was always intended for something more, I think. So yeah, Truth Spin LLC at gmail.com. Reach out to me. Let me know the interest. Um, you know, we're we're trying to toggle the the price and everything right now for, okay. for people. We realize what's going on in the economy and that kind of thing. Uh, and again, all those dollars are going to breaking the system that we're in. Um, mm. I just put it right back into it. Yeah, <laughs> just keep yeah. it going. I'm, I'm, I'm about done, Will. I don't know about you, but, you know, I'm about done. Yeah, I'd like to be I've done, done. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to be done, I, done, I, too. At 52, I don't want to be still dealing with some of the same things that I'm dealing with. On a micro level, I think on a macro level, things are going to, I mean, we're going to go virtual reality and a lot of other things. Right. We don't even know about real reality and we're talking about virtual reality. So, yeah. You know, that's how helpful it's going to be. 
Yeah. Well, we have to use what systems out there to get the word out and stuff. Like I was saying the other day when we were talking, you know, like the whole internet and everything is, it's a blessing at the same time. It's terrible. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, I was listening to a conversation with a guy from, uh, the guy that came up, Lanier, I think is his last name, uh, who invented uh, at least the phraseology, but he had a lot to do with the technical side of virtual reality in the 80s. Um, right, yeah. So he's an older guy, and he's seen where it's gone over the years. And uh, I think he wrote a book about uh, top ten reasons to delete your social media account today. Right, yeah. Is what he wrote. And uh, I'm going to get a hold of that. You can find, it on P- you can find a lot of stuff on PDF. And um, I did want to tell people some places where they can find things online. Um, sacred Text. Um, Dot com, I believe it is. Sacred Text. Um, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Sacred Text. Oh, yeah, I think, I, I think I've heard that one before. Have you heard that one before? I think Sacred so. Text. Let's see what it's called. Um, it's, could have been something the same. That's a, that's a good website to go to. It'll be there in a second. Uh, it is sacredtext.com, sacred-text.com. Oh, dash text. Uh, you can get a lot of text, information, books, PDFs on a lot of the subjects that we've talked about and on a lot of other subjects right there. And, um, you know, it's it's a good one. It's a good one. So I would I would uh, suggest that. Um, I Again, I suggest the 1828 Dictionary. Yeah. Uh, Black's Law Dictionary is also, also a good one. Because um, people don't know the difference, they don't realize that we're under admiralty law. We're operating under admiralty law. Our um, our public selves, the capitalized version. Of yeah. Us, capital, capitalized versions of us. We're operating off of what's called admiralty law, the law of the sea, um, which is why you uh, you birth a child. You know, right? They come down the canal. Uh, you know, you sign yeah. a birth certificate. Yeah. All those, all those, you know, things. Uh, that's uh, Jordan Maxwell stuff, right? Yeah. That's what he's, into. he's a good one to look at, too. Yeah. Um, I started listening, got, started listening to something of his the other day uh, about symbols and stuff, but I got interrupted. So <laughs> I yeah. never, I never went back to it. So. Yeah. The, the symbols are good. And this, you know what? It's so hard, even just to, you know, we have, we're having a good conversation about yeah. it. People think, oh, it's no big deal because we kind of we're capturing this in this conversation, right? No, you're not. You're <laughs> not. It is important. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. yeah. So I would suggest that. And he's got a lot of things that you can download on there, right? Um, he's got a research site that you can become a part of, but uh, that's a good place to go. And um, uh, guy named uh, Dylan, and last name I'll just spell it: Dylan D Y L A N um, S A. C C O C C I O, Sucosio. It's but, Italian. Yeah, and um, he's he puts it together probably better than most. Um, he's strong now. You know, I try to be nice. <laughs> he's strong. I'm just gonna tell you up front. Yeah, and he does not like the way things are going. Mm, he doesn't. I look him. I look <laughs> him up. He lets you. He lets you know, and it might be. It's hard for people sometimes. I know my wife was like, "I don't like the way he's talking to me." <laughs> um, 
we got three of his books that she just put down like midway. Wow. And uh, because he's he's really tough. He tells it probably straightforward. Better than most. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's been in the system himself, and uh, he was an actor and did some other things, but got thankfully got away from it. So he knows some pretty nut stuff, and uh, that's been nice. But I tell you, the stuff that you learn on your own is the most important. That's been a lot of what I shared with you today. Yeah. It's just stuff I've studied on my own, and that's the stuff that makes the biggest impact on others uh, and the biggest impact on you. So, yeah. I mean, and I would tell you to a person, any of these guys, uh, Kaufman on the medical side, yeah. Cowan on the medical side, um, Dylan on the esoteric, Jordan Maxwell, who just passed away, by the way. Yeah. Two ago, um, they would all say, look for yourself. That's look right. Look for yourself. Now, if you don't, you don't. But they do enough to let you know, and I'm kind of from that school, that you got to start doing some of this yourself, and you're going to, like, I found some crazy stuff that none of these guys have ever talked about. They've been a spark again, right? Yeah. But that's all we are. We're just sparks. Yeah. Just sparks. And you've got to, you got to rekindle your fire. You yep. Rekindle your fire. Yeah, I always, well, I end the podcast right here at this statement. I was yeah. like, I always tell people, you know, great, I could tell you all these things in life, but don't believe everything I say. Do your own research. And no that's that's one of the most important things, you know, and let those signs take you wherever you need to go. And I just yeah. wanted to thank you for uh, being on here today and reaching out to me. Sure. Yeah, so well, this has been like an hour and a half, so I'll, I'm going to end this, and then we're going to have to do this again. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yeah, I, it's, it's been great, and uh, again, I always, always, I'm, who's surprised? If they know Will, who's surprised? Yeah. No one's surprised. <laughs> Appreciate Your heart it. is amazing. Thank you. And spirit is beautiful, and it always has been, and it always will be, because you can change the form, but you never change the substance, and... Yeah. I, I am so impressed, excited, and you're providing a platform for growth for so many people, which is what we're all trying to do. And we're all going to grow, and people are going to try to co-op it, but we're all going to grow. But don't go kicking and screaming, and you just provided a way for people to go smoothly. So I, I appreciate you. Kudos mm. to you. Thank you very much. This podcast has been brought to you by Culture Vegan Shop in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Culture, where the only thing that is missing is you.